Flying Coach is back for a second season, Peter Schrager and Rams head coach Sean McVay are joined by guests from around the sports and entertainment world. They're discussing the latest NFL news, telling stories from their careers, and breaking down games from their unique perspectives. Check out Flying Coach Season 2 on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. My Eagle enthusiasts, it's Fairway Rollin' presented by FanDuel. Major season is here and you can get in on all the long drives, big putts, and major moments with FanDuel. Check out live PGA Tour bets like longest drive, round leaders, matchups, birdie or better, and more. Plus, track every shot in the app and watch select par three holes while you place your bets. Download the app today and bet with FanDuel, the official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. You must be 21 years old or older and present in select states. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hello, friends, and welcome to this golf podcast. Unlike any other, this is an Olympic version of Fairway Rollin'. The Golf Podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I am your starter, Joe House, on the line, as is our custom and our way, our PGA Tour correspondent on the ground, Nathan Hubbard, we are back after a week off. We have, I think, hopefully recovered from all the early mornings with the Open Championship in the rearview mirror. Uh, first, he's wide open as a two ball. It's me and Nate Dog out there for a leisurely summer loop. Let's throw a peg in and get this going. This episode is brought to you by Evernorth Health Services. Costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and Evernorth is doing everything in their power to make that possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best. It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that'll benefit your bottom line. It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible because they're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions, that's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Nate Dog, how you doing, buddy? Da, 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 da. Golf is coming to the Olympics. Do we care? 
<laughs> well, it's been in the Olympics. It was in the Olympics in 2016, and here we are five years later, and it's the exact same 72-hole stroke play format that we complained about five years ago in 2016. We'll have an opportunity, of course, to talk about that and complain about the lack of imagination. So let's start on a positive note. Yes. And that positive note is... The 3M Championship, which was a very nice event to have here in the United States of America after the Open Championship, after Colin Morikawa served notice that he is, and I'm just going to flat out say it, the heir apparent to Eldrick Tiger Woods because that's the company that he's in when he wow. walks out and wins the, the Open Championship the first time he plays it. And he wins the PGA Championship the first time he plays it. That's the kind of company that we're talking about. And you can argue with me or not. But uh, the 3M in, in, in Minnesota, uh, very nice vibe, very uh, easygoing. Lots of guys on trend, especially guys competing in this Olympic event. And it was nice to see Louis Hazen creep in for another second place finish. Very, that was the most impressive part of the week because most of the guys who came back from the open did not perform very well this week, as you might have expected. As you might have expected. Well, I will say one performance that I was happy to see, and kudos to the good folks at the Action Network, our homie Jason Sobel. Those folks have uh, on the site a, a whole page called Golf Bet. And they do a great job with the analytics and they have a whole team that breaks down all the, the, the tournaments and the interesting angles and so forth. And one of their guys last week put in the front of my mind the idea of Cameron Champ. Hmm. And the 3M felt like the kind of tournament where a guy could come from kind of nowhere and win it because just the year before, Michael Thompson came from nowhere and won it. And there was also some evidence that it was a venue that um, a bomber could have some success at. So I bet six guys, and one of those guys oh, was here indeed we go. Cam Champ. And Cam Champ was available at 85 to 1, Nate Dog. 85 mm. to 1 in my book. Now, if you'd bet him even earlier in the week than, than I did, he was available in, in triple digits. But I did get on Cam Champ, and that was... A, a wonderful good ticket. That really worked out great. Yeah. Was it purely golf bet that pushed you there? Because coming in, he was 206th on tour in strokes gained putting. That is awful. He's 199th in strokes gained around the green. That is also awful. And he's 162nd in strokes gained approach. So there was nothing outside of a T11 finish at the John Deere to think that Cam Champ could possibly win, but this is why betting on golf is impossible. There's so many good guys and people can be complete shit one week and the next week you go, oh my God, guess what? Now there are four guys who are 27 or younger who've won in each of the last three seasons and it's Colin Morikawa, John Rahm, Bryson DeChambeau and Cam Champ. And Cam Champ, yes. Yeah, so that's really the thing that clinched it, that made it to me feel like it was worth betting the half unit that I that I wagered. Now, I bet on six different guys. I bet on Bubba. I bet on Johnny Vegas. Johnny Vegas has been on a heater. 
I think I put a tiny taste on Oosty Hoosty, but all okay. of these were just to win bets. I didn't bet top five. I didn't bet top tens. I just wanted okay. to have a little action, a reason to look at the the uh, leaderboard over the weekend. Uh, and there was somebody else I had in that that mix that I liked. I can't remember. I did not bet Mark Hubbard because... We've Thank established you. here on this show that I do not do that under any circumstances. A nice top 16 finish for, for Mark Hubbard this week, yeah, though. Yeah, probably a little bittersweet. feel like we left a lot out there. Played with Cam on Saturday, so saw that happen. Uh, but the game's trending in the right direction. Best finishes of the year. Uh, three of them have come in the last month. So Yeah, and what we're going to be featuring here on Fairway Rolling over the next handful of shows is this hard charge to the playoffs because there's two dynamics uh, going on. One is guys pushing to get to 125 or under position number 125 in the FedEx Cup rankings. If you're 125 or under after the final event of the season, uh, the Wyndham in North Carolina, you get to go play in the playoffs. The guys between 125 and 150 have conditional status on the tour next year for the 2021-2022 schedule season. And that means that they can play in, in most of the events. They do not have to go down to the Corn Ferry. Well, Did I get that handful. right? No, you get you go down and defend, but you have conditional status, so you get a handful of starts. You still want to go down to that uh, to, to, to the corn fairy to try to get full status by finishing in the top 25 through the last three corn fairy playoff events. That's, that's what's going to happen there. But as long as you are 126 to 150, you know you're going to get some starts. But it's a slog coming out of that category, especially now with all these guys who are so good Guys like Mito, we're going to talk about Mito uh, Pereira, who who got the the battlefield promotion and is now a you know legit guy. We got to talk about for the Olympics. So it, it's a it's a slog, but th- these guys are all toeing the line. And what was cool about 3M for me was all of the guys who advance their position. If you look at the guys who finished in the top twenty, Bo Hogue. He was 125. He moved himself up. Gary Woodland was just outside the 125 at 127. He moved up. Bryce Garnett moved up. Ryan Armour moved up. Cam Champ moved up. You know who moved one back? Tell me. One ex-Olympian, Ricky Fowler, is now the guy sitting in the very last spot to get into the Northern Trust, which is the first playoff event. So the next couple of weeks uh, outside of the, the the event in in Memphis, the FedEx event in Memphis, the Olympics, the guys around this cut line are grinding very, very hard. There's a ton at stake for those guys. The interesting thing with a name like Ricky, we saw, we've been seeing these brief glimpses, you know, potential Ricky re- Surgeons return to form, and then it it kind of goes away again. But he's he's getting close. He's an, I think I, I he might have been one of the six guys I bet for the three in the three M. Well, I, I wouldn't blame you. He's swinging the club a lot better. If he'd played the Scottish Open, he would have won it, as I predicted. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You did predict that he would win, and then he did not play in that. But event. that was that was a but function was of the fact small that he, he's oversight. Sort of, yeah. Listen, he shot 64 on Thursday at 3M and, and had a tough Friday and didn't really get it going. But he's showing those glimpses of when he's feeling it, 
the swing is coming back. It's not going to be too long before we see him. But there's a whole lot of other guys to talk about. At the end of the day, though, you got to look at Cam Champ and go, this guy's got three wins. He's a young kid. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know if I fully buy into in two weeks he completely changed his mindset versus the putter got unbelievably hot. And when you hit it, 391 yards as, as he did off the tee once uh, this week. It, it's super helpful. But uh, we have to always remember that Cam Champ is there and can win a big tournament. He's a great golfer and he's going to be around for a long time. He does seem to have an affinity for these events um, that are like that fall in kind of a weird spot on the calendar also. Yeah. Um, and and uh, the only one, reason... Won the Safeway in Napa. Yep. Exactly. Exactly right. Uh but he's like a, he's such a crazy high ceiling guy. It's worth it. Like just a, just in the back of the mind, just keep Cam it's, Champ in your, in your uh, mind. It's just impossible though now because now we have to worry about the guy who's 142nd in FedEx Cup beating Louis Oosthuizen, who like only the major winners this year have beaten Louis Oosthuizen. And, so and, what, and what Cam Champ. Do? Yeah, and one Cam of, Champ. I am. I do recall one of the guys I bet, and I'll do a quick, uh, uh, you know. Um, uh, shout out to Hank Lebiota, who withdrew after making the cut comfortably. I bet him to win this golf tournament. He'd been on a heater. He withdrew because his father was ill and his father was was uh, actually in, in intensive care. He he was uh, his family let him play Thursday, Friday and then called him when it looked like circumstances were pretty dire. And he flew and his dad made, made it through. So congrats uh, to the Le- Lebiota family. And, you know, th- thank God. The guy who also got some bad news of a very different kind and chose not to pull out and finish the 3M is none other than self-proclaimed Captain America, Patrick Reed. He's going to the Olympics, baby. Now, what was the bad news? I think it's all good news. If you, if you... Uh, checked use golf facts, you would know it was only good news. <laughs> it's only good news. I mean, it mean, the good news was that DJ and Brooke said no. <laughs> well, DJ said no well, months ago. Like, there was no chance. It is interesting that Brooke said no. And I want to do a very quick aside with you. I don't think in John Rahm's case that the uh, whatever the COVID issue something was. Going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, fits this category with Bryson. I ask you this somewhat half-heartedly. The question is, COVID or fuck it? Do you think that he... Because there has been an undercurrent of ambivalence that we've seen across the board with some higher-tier players. Now, I think Bryson did want to play in this because he is in a mode where the rehabilitation of his reputation, especially after talking smack about his equipment manufacturer, um, an opportunity to be on the world stage, to be representing the country, to cover himself in the flag, a little bit of, of, a, of a nice opportunity to you know redirect the narrative around here him. But I don't so I don't think that he bailed because, he didn't want to travel to Tokyo and there's not going to be any fans and it's going to be, you know, it's just a slog and there's no money involved really. Uh, what, but, but what, what's your instinct? Yeah. I think it would have been good for Bryson to get over there and do exactly what you just said. I think he wanted to do it. 
And I think it's just a sign, man, get vaccinated. And and don't come on, don't come at me with the John Rom stuff because there can be some false positive tests, <laughs> uh, which I think has to be at play in the John Ron situation. Well, John Rom situation. I but- saw one story as it relates to Rom that suggested that um, it's it's apparent. And he talked about it that he had received a, a the first, first vaccination shot, but shot, not the second, and not the second. And somewhere I I saw a story that suggested that if you've received the first but not the second, and in that intervening period you've contracted COVID, you have to wait some period of time before you can go get the second shot. And yeah. we might have been still in that period. Yeah, I, I saw that too. Maybe that was Herrig's story. Uh, Okay, fine. I, it still smells like maybe there are some false positive tests, and it doesn't matter because guess what? That means it's even scarier because you, you can't. There's no false positive test about whether you're in the hospital or dying, so it just means that the thing was more deadly and dangerous than we thought. If that's true, either way, th- the point is just like why fuck around? Get the yeah. shot. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, I, don't, I mean, and, 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 and that's not a criticism on Rom because he yeah. clearly, again, he handled it very, very well. And he had his own circumstances going on. Absolutely. And and so so no no judgment on that other than I think he 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 has handled all of these circumstances extraordinarily well. And he's really becoming a, a statesman uh, in, in a lot of ways. And it's a shame that he couldn't take his statesmanship to, to the Olympics and represent his country in that way because I think he really earned it and deserved it. And it would have made this tournament a heck of a lot of fun. Not that it's not going to be fun, but would have made it a lot more fun to have him and Bryce in there. So I'm disappointed they're out. But uh, it does, it does, you know, Bryson still continues to pull out pistols and shoot himself in the foot on now almost a weekly basis. I do think that the number one thing a Hollywood PR person would tell somebody like Bryson is go away. The news cycles are short. People forget things, but if you stay in the cycle constantly, it becomes the brand. Just go away. And so maybe in a sort of bizarre way, this is great for Bryson to get some time off. We won't see him again until FedEx, I guess, if he's back. Uh, or, uh, the, yeah, the FedEx in well, Memphis. Yeah, because he, oh, he, do you, we think timing-wise he will receive clearance to go to Memphis because that's I, only like 10 days out. Yeah, I, but that's, I mean, that's what's happened with other players as long as they are, I mean, think about Rom oh, yeah, in the good U.S. Point. Open. Good so, point, right. As long as he's asymptomatic and passes a couple of tests. But I, I think it's good that he's been quiet. You have not seen anything from him on social media. You hope that means he's just staying quiet as opposed to th- that he's not healthy. But I, I think we'll see him in Memphis, but we'll see him in the FedEx Cup playoffs. And and those events will be interesting. And it'll be a moment for him to hopefully stop stepping on his you-know-what. Stop stepping on his you-know-what. So speaking of stepping on you-know-whats, let's talk about some storylines related to these Olympics. I'm going to ask you a question as after uh. I sort of run through. The, the noteworthy storylines are Hideki playing in Japan on a golf yes. course that he's won on before. I think... I don't know this to be a fact, but I think he's the only player in this Olympic tournament to have competed in a live action tournament on this golf course. I think that's the case. Yes. We we have the all of the intrigue around the South Korean players, Sung Jm and Siwoo Kim, both of whom uh, skipped the Open Championship, the British Open, so they could prepare for this moment so that yeah, and 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 apparently all they don't need to win the gold medal. They just have to win yeah. an Olympic medal. 
So gold, the, silver, bronze for the, either one yes. of them gets them I mean, out of the military duty I, requirement. I, I, and I don't understand. I think the South Korean government's passing laws to get BTS, the the K-pop band, out of their required right. service. Because they so have to change the law. And, and it, that's actually not even a joke, right? Uh, no, they, I'm serious. They're trying to do that so that BTS can stay together. But I don't know why they don't do it for these guys. I don't have an answer as to why they 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 won't do it, haven't done it. Um, it does seem like as ambassadors of the South Korean brand, both those guys are are fun golfers that we enjoy seeing on a weekly basis. They're on television every week. Speaking of a high ceiling guy, Siwoo either is incandescently hot or, you know, missing cut with, you know, by by ten by a dozen strokes, right? And Sung Jay eats at Waffle House and plays every single event. He's yeah. so fun and doesn't have a house in the United right. States. Maybe, right. maybe he's fixed that by now. So uh, those are the major storylines. Uh, last time there was an Olympics, uh, the United States, even though there were they had four entrants, only Matt Kuchar medaled. Uh, Justin Rose and Henrik Stenson were the other medalists, and really, it was an interesting tournament in 2016 because it was the first time golf was back on the Olympic menu after, you know, decades and decades and decades. Uh, and there was some intrigue around the golf course because Gil Hans and our old buddy Jeff Shackelford played a role as well, um, designed a golf course from scratch, essentially, for this event. And so it was a golf course that nobody had played before. And it was kind of cool to see down there in Brazil. Um, and, you know, the so one of the storylines this time around is, you know, do we expect an improved performance out of the U.S. competitors? We just, I did at least, talked about Colin Morikawa and used uh, his name in the same breath as His Holiness Eldrick Tiger Woods. Uh, and, you know, we've been looking for signs of life out of Justin Thomas. And this feels like the kind of thing where Justin Thomas can remind folks of his stature in the world. Xander Shoffley, we keep talking about as a big game hunter. This would be a big game medal to take down. And then Captain America, who's going to leave Captain America off their dance card? So lots of good intrigue around the young American players. And I do like that they're the young American players. I like the the sort of age range here. But your question is... Yeah, so on a scale of 1 <laughs> to 10... Oh God. And this is a limited field. So the part of the thing that we're going to get to that's going to be interesting is the fact that there's only 60 players. No and cut. There's, there's no cut. But like really only 15 to 20 can win if, it, if it's even that many. Oh, God. On a scale of 1 to 10, how excited are you for Olympic golf? Dun, 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 two. It's a two. I mean, Nate, Nate Dog gives it a two. I, I, I look at this and I say, I appreciate that everybody's over there. It's actually more fun that Patrick Reed is there because it's it's going to, you know, sort of increase. If he flames out, it's going to give us a reason to maybe leave him off the Ryder Cup team. If he plays well, you got to put him on the Ryder Cup team. I, it, all pressure on Hideki. I mean, we just saw what Simone Biles, you know, is going through with, oh, with sort of the expectations a of a country. You know, so he's got he's got that maybe mitigated by the Masters win, but boy, they, you know, I, other than that, man, I, I don't know what we're doing here. It, 
we're not really going to be able to watch it, at least certainly not on the West Coast. It's 7 a.m. your time. Oh, no, they're showing it at 6 o'clock at night on the Golf Channel. Oh, they uh, are. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, you know, but I, that I gives mean, you an indication of how I feel about this. It just doesn't feel like a big-time event that the entire PGA and European Tour schedule rearranges themselves to accommodate and that you flame out some guys. Look, it's nice experience for them to go. We know that Ricky loves it. He tattooed the Olympic rings on his arm, so he really cares. We talked about him on this very pod- podcast. We talked to him about his experience in the Olympics, and he loved it. So I think it's great for these guys to go, but as, a, as sort of a viewer or something of intrigue, you said it. Justin Rose, Henrik Stenson, Matt Kuchar. Do we think any differently at all about those three golfers because of their Olympic performance five years ago? Uh, I mean, I guess for uh, Justin Rose, especially as you make the Hall of Fame case for him, since he only has one major, you put the gold medal alongside that and that bolsters his his I case. Guess. I mean, he's a FedEx Cup champ also. and he's But it wouldn't the- have been... It, it's a less impressive win than you know, a no-cut WGC win. This really, to me, feels like a WGC light event because the qualifying requirements, you know, they they the governing body is the International Golf Federation, um, which I'd never heard of before this moment, but I'm sure they have all the best intentions of, of growing the game. Um, the qualifications permit, you know, players off of the official world golf ranking from a whole bunch of countries to come in and play through a variety of means. There are players from India and the Philippines and places where, you know, the Czech Republic guys that play on second tier tours that are going to get this opportunity to go compete for a medal. Um, doesn't really feel like no. the, the competition's going to go much beyond, like I say, the top 15 guys, right? It's not, I mean, Rom's not here. DJ's not here. Cantley's not here. Like, Terrell Hatton's not here. Spieth is not, like... Yeah, Bryson's not here. not that fun. We gotta be honest. And we'll, we'll build it up because, for crying out loud, it looks like the U.S. Women's National Team, the soccer team, is sucking. And Simone Biles is gone. And, God damn it, the basketball team looks like shit. So, uh, we need a hero, baby. So... <laughs> I mean, let's go. Colin Morikawa, line oh, it up. Oh, I thought you were going to say pet Captain America. For uh, who cares? I yeah. mean, I, let, let's go some American. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you will always find exactly what you're looking for and with ebay guaranteed fit your part is guaranteed to Fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge 
wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there, just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive, or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side-by-side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. Well, let's go ahead and do the thing, which is criticize the format because we're, we're, we are required by law as golf commentators to criticize the format. It is a completely dull uh, idea. Now, I, I mean, I, I think part of the rationale for a 72-hole stroke play is to motivate um, the top players in the world to come and participate in a format that they're accustomed to and not have, a, uh, you know, the additional uh, impact on schedules and so forth for what really amounts to nothing more than ex- an exhibition of beyond a stroke play event, also a match play event or a team kind of Why format. not a team event? Yeah, but that's right, obviously. So that's because there are a, a million of different uh, sort of examples out there in amateur golf, in collegiate golf, where there is a combination of stroke play and and team play. And, you know, it, it's accomplishable. There is a model for it. You could do a uh, 54-hole stroke play and then um, a team thing and give out individual medals to folks for the individual component and also have team medals for the team component. And I, in my heart of hearts would really enjoy seeing the men and women do the shot together. Well, that too, the golfer shot put. Yeah. Just let's put them into sports that they really probably suck at. Let's have them all pole vault. Well, JT tweeted about going into the gym and and not having a lot of competition for the 20 pound dumbbell. So I'm not, the shot put's kind of heavy. Have you ever thrown a shot put? No, but put, put Patrick Reed on the rings. <laughs> now Bryson on the shot put would have been something, right? Something, right. That would have been uh, worth the price. And uh, you know, maybe we would have gotten gotten some glimpses as he was on his re- reputation rehabilitation tour going. This was the thing from 2016. All joking aside, Bubba and Ricky were kind of stars among the, the competitors because they're on television every freaking week. They are, right. you know, for the purposes of an event like this, it's it's the golfers and the basketball dudes uh, and women um, that are that are on television. Yeah. Um, with with some frequency, and the same is true of the women out the LPGA players. Um, they are their names. We've seen them compete. So yeah, they there's not going to be any intro story profile pieces on NBC about any of these golfers because we already know them. O- o- only the golfers that we don't know, perhaps yeah. like me. Yeah. You mentioned Mito Pereira, and you know his his uh, what he had to go through to qualify. 
um, for this. And also, you know, his, his own qualification going from the corn uh, Ferry tour up to the big tour, um, you know, kind of a, a cool story, but yeah. that, it's those kinds of stories that maybe we'll see um, in the quieter moments. Although all of this, the, this, this whole tournament is going to be quiet moments. But House, guess what we do every time there is an ostensibly boring golf tournament with a small field, with some guys that you know, but a lot of guys that you don't know. How do we make it exciting, House? We gamble our asses off, Nathan That's Hubbard. what we do! We gamble our asses off, brother. So here's the challenge with this event. It's at the Kasumigaseki Country Club. Kasumigaseki. Apparently, it's hot in Japan. Apparently... Yes, it's um, wet. It's wet, yep. So soft golf course. It uh, is long. It's like 7,400. And, yep. and it, by like appearance, some folks are saying it looks to, to the eye... It like Augusta. Now we're not Don't comparing. Fall for that. We're not Don't comparing fall for that. this 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 golf course to Augusta. But no, we're not. It's Don't a do that. and it's a Fazio redesign. So if you're looking for Bent grass greens, yeah. So let's talk about the metrics that we think that matter for uh, you know trying to come up with some value in terms of potential plays on these Olympic competitors. Uh, and once again, you know, shout out to the golf bet dudes. Um, I like the compilation. So we have strokes gain putting on bent grass. That makes sense as a category. W- one thing that I saw in here that I liked was strokes gain total Tom Fazio designs because there has been a comparison that we've seen between uh, this venue and Quail Hollow and Firestone. So if that's something that 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 floats your boat, um, you, maybe that's a way to separate uh, look for some value. Uh, that's the Rory Truther case right that, there. Well, that's Rory's number one in 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 that. Now, get, but guess who's number two right there? Patrick Reed, Justin Thomas. Ooh, Quail Hollow PGA Tour PGA champion. Uh, are we going to get sucked into Justin Thomas? Probably. Pro- I mean, <laughs> fourteen to one, not great odds. A name that I'm going to play for sure this week, no matter what, just because I I think he's he's a big sexy man is Johnny Vegas. Okay, Johnny Vegas top. I'm going to bet him to top five. I'm going to bet him to top ten. He's um, playing well. Finished third. He's been on on a great run. Yep. Um, and he's in this. He hasn't. He's he's uh, performed well on the strokes gain total. Tom Fazio design. He performed well on strokes gain. Uh, he's number one strokes gain off the tee. Um, on off the uh, the measuring stick last twenty four rounds. Um, this feels like a birdie fest. It feels like what they're telling us is the course is soft, the greens are big, and guys who can put it close to the flag are going to be able to drop it right there, and and the ball's going to stay there. That's what it feels like. So I start to think, who's going to strike the ball well? And man. That's where you start to think Hideki could actually do this. Yeah, sure. And and stroke gain approach over the past 24 rounds, Hideki's fourth on this list. I mean, it's no surprise who's number one on this list, and that's Colin Morikawa. But yep. the odds are so terrible for... For those more, guys. It's yeah. just, you can't do it, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, we said if we ever saw, you know, Thomas getting back into the pre-players odds that we saw... 21. I just feel like his odds are so inflated this week because everybody got everybody got burned that time. I I just don't think you can bet him at 14. Is not a good number. No. Xander's at 10. Uh, Collins is at plus 750, seven and a half to one. You just can't can't play him. 
Um, the, I'm interested in, so Johnny Vegas is, is 80 to one to win the gold. I'm not going to bet him. I mean, that might be worth, you know, 10 bucks or something, but, um, I like pa- Paul Casey has quietly pulled together a nice string of performances in the four majors this year, tied for 15 at the open championship. We've seen him on the leaderboard, uh, a little bit 16 to one to win. No, but maybe like a, a, a top 10 bet, um, and it wouldn't like Paul Casey winning the bronze at this event. Sure. Right. But it just, it, it feels that, that's, right. That's the cooch. That's the cooch of, of British Olympic medal winners. I think, uh, Victor Hovland do anything for you at 14 to one. Maybe, maybe. Okay. I mean, I, look, I get excited about Mito Pereira at 80 to one. I mean, the dude, he, he's, he's won three times on the corn Ferry tour. He was T five at Barbasol. He's T six last week at three M. I got him in FanDuel at 80 to one right now. I, you got to think about it. I like that. I'll, I'll do a tiny to bit metal. on that. I'm not afraid of that. Um, I, I, I'm looking at, I like Joaquin Neiman a little bit. Um, yep. his, been on his a Chilean, his Chilean uh, teammate, yeah, a quiet heater. Um, Abe answer has been, uh, pretty good as well. I think, uh, those last seven starts, he has four top eight finishes, something like that. Uh, Abe answer. I'm pretty sure that's the right stat for him. If you're going to go long shot, you got to look at Rafa Campos. Okay. I don't like him, but go ahead. Why don't you like him? Maybe this is the right kind of event. Like Sunday Rafa is not my favorite Rafa. I like him on a Thursday. Yeah. So, I mean, but at 420 to one, the dude's T2 at Punta Cana, T3 in Puerto Rico, T20 in Barbasol. There's at least some... He's, you just, he's, those were three opposite field events you just rattled off. This is an opposite field event. Okay, except for the, the the top six guys that he has to jump over are, I, you know, in the top 10 in the world official world golf rankings. I just think if you're... I mean, like, he's he is almost dead last in terms of favorites. So I don't think he's going to win the damn... But he's the kind of guy who could sneak in and grab like a, like a bronze medal okay. or a top five, just at those odds. If you're just looking for value, he's rated behind Scott Vincent and Polish guys and <laughs> other guys <laughs> who were, and, and he's uh, behind Jay's J- jazz. He's behind jazz. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. I, I, I like what you're saying. That's okay. You don't I, have to I'll do it. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. Do, do we touch anything having to do with the two South Koreans? It's hard because their odds are definitely inflated because of the pressure that's on them. If you're well, what, turn, are you, what are you seeing on FanDuel right now? I'm seeing Sung Jae at 22 to 1 and Siwoo at 42 to 1. So Siwoo at 42 has my attention a little I'm bit. I'm just worried about the back injury. Maybe that was a fake back injury that then, he was just like... Oh, I, it's a great point. He just... it was That was an eject. He wanted out. Yeah, I think he just wanted... He knew he wasn't going to make the cut and he just wanted to get ready. Okay. All right. I, I don't... I'm not going to do anything uh, biting down hard on any of these guys. You if like you, Johnny Vegas, though. I'm going to do. I'm going to do a little something yeah. on Vegas. I just yeah. like catching guys when they're on yeah. a heater. Vegas is there. Pereira is a good story. Yeah. The law, super long odds on Rafa. You just talked me into a top ten play for him. I'm Sorry. definitely playing Captain America. I can't not I, have you this have come to. up. I, I think I, he can definitely win this thing. Is he still at 18, 18 to one on, on FanDuel? Uh, on FanDuel, they've got him at 14 to one right now. Son of a bitch. So you know what? A lot of people got have yes, the same instinct as us. Everybody's like, oh God. He, 
You could totally see him winning. <laughs> you could totally see him winning. Now, the only thing that would be a limiting factor is I don't think he gets to um, get on the golf course on the grounds until like the, the first tee. Uh, right. I, I'm not sure if he's going to get a full practice round in. Right. Because he had to fly over um, after the 3M. But uh, what about Cam just, Smith shaving shaving his head? That's another re- guy yeah. to bet. He put a, he shaved AUS into the sa- side of his head. In, in honor of his native land, Australia. So we bet, we bet the mullet. We bet Captain America. We bet a couple long shots. We bet Johnny Vegas on a heater. Okay, I like this. I think now, now we now now I'm feeling good. My interest is peaked. I've just laid out probably a couple hundred dollars worth of bets here uh, that I'm gonna have to play. Uh, now I'm excited, Nate Dog. You're you are you still at a two? No, I'm let's, not. Let's do better. Let's do I'm better. An, I'm an eight now because I now I'm realizing that. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. It's the Olympics. I'm fired up. I know. Man, why not? Let's, All let's right. go. All let's right. do this. Fuck let's yeah. do this. Fuck yeah. All right, my birdie buddies. It is the Olympics. It's golf. We're going to watch this and root hard for uh, all of our bets. Um, and we'll see how it, they, they turn out. I have no problem at all betting on players from other countries, just to make it abundantly clear. I'm also betting against the U.S. basketball team every chance I get. Um, but look, uh, this event um, with the men followed next week by the, by the women. Um, tons of intrigue across the Olympic. Let's go, uh, Nelly. Women venue as well. Yeah, right. Number one. Did she lose her number one position in the world? No. Okay. Because the the she was she didn't perform great at the Evian. No, she didn't. That's a it's a good question. Actually, I don't know coming out of the Evian. I know that she's first on the odds board. That's all I know. Yeah. Well, par saving pals, birdie buddies. Best of luck. Hopefully, there's a little bit of food for thought here for this Olympic event where we went from a two to an eight, which you know, hopefully, all of you are feeling the exact same way. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. We have um, some great storylines going on in terms of the hard charge to the playoffs, the looming relegation situation. The playoffs are right around the corner. And look, well, well, while we sort this all out, do this for us. Please hit them straight out there. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.